Welcome to another episode of Mike's Money Picks. Today on the podcast, we are continuing our all 32 NFL team previews for the upcoming 2023 fantasy football season. Today, we are continuing our stop in the NFC West with the Los Angeles Rams. Now, the Rams are quite an intriguing offense. They've been a pretty successful team under Sean McVay. They've got a Super Bowl ring, but last year was kind of a train wreck. And so how do we kind of you know, factor that into where the Rams are heading into next season. Makes for a very interesting, interesting team. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and hit the like button. I really do appreciate it. It really helps me out a lot. If you're listening on the audio format, please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And we're going to be talking about best ball fantasy football here on today's episode. If you want to try out best ball, I recommend doing so on Underdog. Use my promo code mconley 88 to get your first deposit matched up to $100. All right. That does it for the introduction. So let's go ahead and start talking about the Los Angeles Rams. So in 2022, the Rams were not the most successful offense. They ranked dead last in the NFL in points per game, and they ranked 27th in the league in yards per game. It was only the second season under Sean McVay that the Rams offense ranked outside the top 10 in either category at the end of a season. This team has been pretty much just one of the best offenses in the league for the last half decade, and so it was really surprising to see them take a step back last year. However, you can attribute a lot of that to injuries. Now, in terms of their play calling, the Rams ranked 20th in rush rate, which means that you could inverse it. They ranked 13th in pass rate. I think the fact that they were trailing in most of their games kind of determined the fact that they were a little less run heavy than they had been in previous seasons. And like I said, you can chalk up a lot of their lack of success to injuries, primarily with um, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, the two heroes of the previous Super Bowl. So Matthew Stafford... Um, played 11 no 10 games last season and the offense averaged under 20 points per game with and without Matthew Stafford what really skews the averages though is that they did have a 51 point performance against Denver on Christmas Day that really boosts up the post Stafford numbers and so it kind of like at the end of the day it didn't really make that much of a difference whether Stafford was active or inactive but that 51 point performance does skew that average now Cooper Cup also missed nine games last year, and he led the team in receiving in seven of the eight games that he finished. This is just an entirely different offense without Stafford and Cup, but hey, the good news is heading into 2023, they have back Stafford and Cup. Now, let's go ahead and talk about the quarterback position. So Matthew Stafford had a terrible year last season. He averaged 12.9 fantasy points per game, which was a career low for him, even dating back to all of his days in Detroit. And he ranked 29th among quarterbacks in fantasy points per game. And that was his worst career finish in that category. Now, this comes a year after his first season with the Rams, 2021, where Stafford started every game and finished as quarterback 11 in fantasy points per game in 2021. His overall finish was even better than 11th, but the fact that he started every game, you know, fantasy points per game, kind of his total gets almost downgraded a little bit for that. Anyway, last year, Stafford only finished as a top 10 quarterback in a week one time, and he was only in the top 20 quarterbacks five times on nine starts, meaning there were four games that he started where he was an absolute dud that just killed your fantasy lineup. So just an absolute disaster of a season for Matthew Stafford. How did the other Rams quarterbacks fare when Stafford was out? Well, Baker Mayfield ended up starting the last five games of the LA Rams, which was something I absolutely didn't have happening at the start of the season. But anyway, Mayfield finished as a top 20 quarterback in two of his five starts, continuing to prove that the Sean McVay offense does have a potential for fantasy production for quarterbacks if they are able to execute it, which Mayfield did two out of five times. 
Now, the bottom line for the quarterback position for the Rams next season is that I believe there is still a pathway for Matthew Stafford to return to his 2021 self in Los Angeles, albeit it's a very fragile one. Stafford himself has to stay healthy. The Rams O-line has to stay healthy. Cooper Cup and the rest of the Rams receivers have to stay healthy. If Matthew Stafford has all the same support around him that he did back in 2021, then he can achieve the same fantasy success that he had back in 2021. Now, the downside is, though, for Stafford is that the quarterback position this year is so deep that Stafford is really gettable as a backup or like like a last or second to last round pick in redraft leagues. And I think in Dynasty, he's pretty much free because he's kind of old. And in best ball, I think he's really intriguing as a stacking option with Cooper Cup and Tower Higby. But anyway, the QB position's so deep that like you don't really have to draft Stafford very high. And he still has a pathway to that top 10 finish that he had in 2021. So Stafford is my quarterback 18 for 2023. And like I said, you don't have to draft him very high, but there is a very fragile, narrow pathway for him to attain the same success that he had two years ago. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about the running back position. So the Rams running back room last year was really unpredictable in terms of touches and production until the last six games of the season, largely because they couldn't really make up their mind between Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers. You also had a little bit of Kyron Williams in there, uh, but pretty much Cam Akers was kind of in the doghouse. I, I think we can say that with almost certainty. Cam Akers did something to get out of the good graces of this coaching staff and through the first half of last season was not utilized. And so Daryl Henderson was kind of the Rams' primary back until he got hurt in week 11. Daryl Henderson was ranked running back 44 when he got hurt in week 11. However, the week-to-week production was not really there. He only had one weekly top 20 finish. This offense was just not really successful for running backs in that time frame. Cam Akers in that same time frame ranked as running back 66 through the first 11 weeks, and he had not recorded a weekly finish in the top 20. When this backfield was a committee, it was a fantasy disaster. However, Akers finished the season really strong, ranking as running back four in weeks 13 through 18. He had no weekly finishes worse than 21st in that span. He saw his snap shares and carries per game nearly double in this stretch, and he was much more involved in the passing game, largely because of the absence of Daryl Henderson. Now, Akers ended the season as running back 35 in fantasy points per game and 37th in weighted opportunities, which are totals that if you looked at it, you would not be impressed with. But the end of the season for Akers was really impressive. It really gives a lot of optimism for heading into the 2023 season because at this moment, no Daryl Henderson. And Akers' competition for carries and targets is Sony Michelle, Kyron Williams, and rookie Zach Evans, none of which are particularly big backs, none of which are particularly fast backs, none of which are particularly great pass-catching backs. So, like, I kind of see this as, like, super minimal competition for Cam Akers, and this has the potential that if Cam Akers is able to stay in the good graces of this coaching staff and stay out of the doghouse, he could be a workhorse running back like he was the last six weeks of last season. Now, the bottom line is that Cam Akers – 
has shown the ability to be that workhorse and to perform as a top-tier fantasy running back like he did the last six weeks of last season. However, the Rams' inconsistencies with running back usage means that Cam Akers, more so than many other running backs, has a very wide range of outcomes for the 2023 season. I don't know if I can fully buy into him because of how the Rams have inconsistently used the running back room and how they've kind of looked for every opportunity to not give the backfield to Cam Akers. So with all that being said, does Akers have a path to be a top five fantasy running back for 2023? Yes. Does Akers have a path to be one of the biggest busts in all fantasy football in 2023? Yes. So kind of taking the what's most likely to happen or a kind of a median outcome, Cam Akers is my running back 28 for the 2023 season. However, he obviously has a track to do better. He obviously has a track to do much worse. All right, enough about the running backs. Let's go ahead and talk about some wide receivers. So a year after shattering all of the fantasy record books at the wide receiver position in 2021, Cooper Cup finished his wide receiver 23 overall in 2022. Now, that does not tell the full story. Cooper Cup missed eight games. In the games that he played, he ranked third out of all receivers in target share, fourth out of all receivers in target rate, and most importantly, first in fantasy points per game. That's right. Cooper Cup was ranked wide receiver one when he got injured. I, I cannot stress that enough. He was still the alpha fantasy football wide receiver when he got injured. Now, after Cup's injury, the wide receiver position was really not used a whole lot as a part of the Rams offense whether that be because they weren't getting open or just the general lack of success in the passing game, whatever, but there was not a whole lot of production from that position. Allen Robinson recorded the only weekly top 20 finish after Cooper Cup got injured, which was wide receiver 18 in week 11, and he promptly missed the rest of the season after that game. Now, with Cup active, Allen Robinson did finish his wide receiver 23 once in week two and wide receiver 14 in week six. Ben Skoranek also finished his wide receiver 15 in week six. Translation, even with Cooper Cup healthy, there is still a pathway for multiple productive Los Angeles Rams wide receivers. Also translation, if you read in between the lines, when Matthew Stafford went down, the Rams wide receiver production went down because in case you did not notice, Cooper Cup's injury occurred very near the time of Matthew Stafford's injury. So what you're looking at is when this team lost both those guys, the wide receiver room was a mess directly thereafter because there wasn't a quarterback who was getting the ball and there wasn't a wide receiver who was getting open. And so these wide receivers, Cup and everybody else, really do need Matthew Stafford to stay healthy this season if they want to reach their full production. The bottom line for the Rams receiver room is that Cooper Cup absolutely has a path to return to his 2021 form with a healthy Matthew Stafford and the rest of the Rams offense. And there is no more Allen Robinson to compete for targets. So that leaves Van Jefferson and rookie Puka Nakua out of BYU to both have a pathway to produce as a top 50 wide receiver. Both of them are on my radar. And if Cup gets injured, I do think that one of those two guys definitely can shine in a role with a healthy Matthew Stafford. Cooper Cup is my wide receiver too for the 2023 season. I have him ranked only behind Justin Jefferson in best ball fantasy drafts. I have taken Cooper Cup as high as number two overall. 
I there are times where I have drafted Jamar Chase at number two overall. There are times where I have drafted Cooper Cup at number two overall. If I have the third pick, I'm likely taking Cooper Cup or Christian McCaffrey in best ball drafts as well. Uh, I think that Cooper Cup, if he's able to stay healthy, he can absolutely return to the same form that he had in 2021. However, I need both him and Stafford to be healthy for that to happen. And so I, I think that with, you know, you hate to predict health, but with the likelihood that the Rams are not Super Bowl contenders, I think that there's a chance that it, you know, a tiny bumper bruise and those guys get shut down. And so I can't quite rank him wide receiver one because I think there is, like last season, the opportunity for a disaster. But I do think that his 2021 form is attainable for 2023. So that is why Cooper Cup is my wide receiver two, the 2023 season. Now let's go ahead and talk about some tight ends. So for the tight end position, Tyra Higby was really the bright spot for the Rams offense in fantasy football last year. He finished his tight end six overall and tight end 11 in fantasy points per game. Now he excelled at kind of two different windows. He excelled at the start of the season with a healthy Matthew Stafford, and he excelled at the end of the season with a not healthy Cooper Cup. So, you know, kind of when Stafford was healthy, Higby was good. When Cup was not healthy, Higby was also good. There was a little middle period there where Stafford and Cup were in and out of the lineup and everything was kind of in flux in the middle of the season where Higby was not good. Now, Tyler Higby was a top 10 tight end in seven separate weeks last season, and he really had a lot of workload. Like With his workload, I kind of would have expected him to actually finish better than he did. He ranked fourth among all tight ends in total targets and fourth among all tight ends in target share last season. So the bottom line for the Rams tight end position, Tyler Higby had an absolute ceiling season in 2022, and it was still only tight end six overall. To get to that ceiling, he needed Cooper Cup to miss a few games. And so I kind of have doubts that he's able to replicate his career year with Cooper Cup healthy. So I just don't really see a whole lot of upside. Now, granted, could Stafford and Cup get shut down like they did last season? Yes, absolutely. Would Higby go back to being a great tight end if that happened? Yes, absolutely. There's a pathway for that to happen. But I don't think it's a very likely outcome. And so I think that really limits Tower Higby's upside. And so I have Tower Higby ranked as my tight end 24 heading in the next season. I have him right behind the pair of rookies, Sam Laporta and Michael Mayer. I think both of them are heading into situations where they have a little more upside than Higby. Does Higby have a pathway to being a really productive fantasy tight end? Yes. In redraft leagues, am I willing to let him sit on the waiver wire and pick him up midseason if that starts to look like the case? Yes, I think there's other guys that have easier paths to higher upside than Tyra Higby for the 2023 season. All right, that does it for the tight end position preview, and that does it for the 2023 Los Angeles Rams fantasy football team preview. Next up is going to be the Arizona Cardinals. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the like button and subscribe to the channel as well. You'll be notified when all of my new episodes drop, like the Cardinals episode, like all the remaining 32 NFL team previews, like all the other season-long fantasy football content and my weekly golf and college football content that is going to be coming on the channel. If you're listening to the audio podcast, please rate and review wherever you're listening. If you are a first time user on underdog, if you heard me talk about best ball and you want to give it a shot, use my promo code mconley 88 to get your first deposit matched up to hundred dollars. Link is in the YouTube description. It's also pinned to my Twitter profile at Mike's money picks and all of my ranks and all of my 
player write-ups are available on my draft guide with my rankings on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. It's only $3 a month, much cheaper than a premium fantasy football site or much cheaper than buying a magazine for your fantasy football drafts. All right, that does it for this episode, guys. You made it this far. Thank you for watching and listening. Hopefully, I was able to give you guys some information that you can use to determine where to draft the Los Angeles Rams in your fantasy leagues in 2023. Next up is the Arizona Cardinals. Thank you guys for watching and listening. I will see you next time. Mm-hmm.